WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here, along with Ann Clapp. She's returned. Hey, Ann, how you doing this morning? I'm doing just fine. I'm glad to hear it. And uh, Brother Rufus Edmonston, the former Attorney General and Secretary of State in North Carolina, and the uh, former uh, Deputy Chief Counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee and the current Secretary General of Gardening is uh, back with us here in, in all his glory. Oh, my glory, my glory. Wearing an FF, FFA shirt. Oh, yes. That's a nice-looking shirt. <coughs> it certainly is. Great organization. And a, a friend from mine from Little Washington gave that to me uh, when I had a book signing a while back, about two years ago. I'm very proud of this. Proud of being a member of the Future Farmers of America, and now I farm at a little two-and-a-half-acre plot, which uh, gives me great pleasure, but I don't have to hoe it back on cabbage. Well, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> what was your ag teacher's name? Dr. Bud, not doctor, his name was Bud Tate. He was from Mississippi, and uh, he was quite a character. Now, was it? did his parents name him Bud, or? He was just known as Bud. <laughs> But we call him Mr. Tate. Oh, I bet you did. He was very crude. Oh. Uh, but that's okay. His wife was refined. She was a, a piano teacher. <laughs> you, you had crude bud and stylish Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Bud. Uh, how about that? Well, that sounded like a lot of fun back then. Uh, Phil Campbell is was nice enough to come in this morning to take a break since it's kind of misty out at the garden center in uh, Campbell Road. Phil Campbell, how are you? Good morning. I'm doing good. Just glad to have the rain. Yeah, That's pull that sure. mic a little closer. Yeah. Everybody, wor- everybody worked their mics a little closer. Yeah, happy to have the rain and happy to have a little break here and be with uh, be with everybody. Yeah, and happy to see my friend next door here. Yeah, coming back. That's right. Paul in McKenzie is here from. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh, over a year since you've been with us in the studio, and yeah. I, I do appreciate you making the long trek down from henderson but i, I guess remember the route <laughs> yeah i don't know how much you've gotten out of henderson uh in the last few months but uh, i guess you've made it to some of your camping spots yeah 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 but it's good to be here it's good to be back with you you friends of mine and uh back in the studio to see you guys in person we've got um johnny coley on next week johnny doing okay i haven't, I haven't uh, talked to him in a while yeah johnny's doing great we uh he was on with us i don't know month uh month or so ago but uh, he seemed good then yeah he's doing great we had, we had a uh a program we did together uh uh thursday thursday morning yeah now i haven't heard from mart mart i'm calling you out colonel i haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard from you so uh we need to get you on um that colby griffin has been on with us a couple of times now and i think he's supposed to be on with us in a couple of weeks he is a singer or a piano player. I can't remember which, but he's got to play at a, a funeral of a um, close friend of mine growing up. Hmm. It's kind of a he, – well, actually, he died last year but uh, of COVID. But uh, Jimmy Hinton, 
one of my uh, best friends growing up. So uh, he's going to, I don't know, I can't remember if he sings. Don't you know he's a fellow uh, extension agent? I, I can't remember. I think maybe it's he plays Maybe he does piano. both. Maybe he does yeah. both. But anyway, he's a very talented guy. And his, uh, I knew his mother. His mother's father had, uh, or his grandfather had uh, Van Hook's Grocery. And they they had a little uh, country store, grocery store type place uh, in Nashville. And, and um, I didn't know his uh, father. His father grew up in Red Oak, just up the road. But. I knew a bunch of Griffins, so um, great people, great people. So glad to have uh, him a part of this. Can't wait to meet him. I, he, he's only been on the phone, and uh, we. Um, I think you guys are uh, going to get get with me some some point this summer to uh, have a little lunch. Maybe yeah, I'll yeah. Get to see him then. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF, and uh, you're listening to the Weekend Gardener. But, uh, Paul, let me ask you first, uh, what are the mass gardeners doing now that we're kind of transitioning out of uh, this pandemic some? Well, uh, you know, they never slowed down. <laughs> yeah, I guess they did, <laughs> and know, I don't you, think the gardening industry slowed down. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, they are so full of energy and passion about gardening. Um, but uh, actually, just yesterday, we were working on a new garden project that we have at the Warren County Extension Center. Uh, oh, just, wow. Just outside of Warrington. Uh, historic Warrington. And yeah, and it's going to be beautiful. Um, it's it's not a big garden project. It's going to be an herb, uh, herb planting. And, um, uh, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday. One of the things that you that I hear a lot and I know you guys too is oh my my yard is is pure clay I can't grow a thing and guess what you can and if you want the proof just come out and see one of the garden projects that the master gardeners have done and we've taken that clay and it takes it takes some work it takes some work but um, clay can be a very very good soil uh, for growing things if you do the right preparation and you know the proof is out there come by the vance county regional farmers market open today by the way and you'll see the beautiful garden that they have uh, installed out there in basically a pure clay soil amended of course with lots of compost but it's doable yeah yeah it certainly is uh whether it's vegetable gardens or Mm -hmm. or uh, flower gardens or whatever and uh, phil campbell can certainly attest to that you sell a lot of this stuff and have we do worked and with it for a long time it brought back a really nice memory because i mean i can remember how the clay the red clay actually smelled in alamance county and my grandparents didn't do anything but put a little bit of 10 10 10 and they had mm-hmm. the most beautiful gardens in mm-hmm. the world yeah once you break through that compaction and you yep. keep it yes yeah, it's, it's not like it. it's lacking nutrients right. yeah you keep I mean, it, it until um, you know some of the best you know we're, some of the best tobacco fields in the in the in the world <laughs> are red clay. I mean it's very product, productive soil. Now we have sandy soil in Nash County and gnats. Uh, anywhere you have sandy soil, you got gnats. <laughs> but right. uh, the, we used to. My mother was from Franklin County. We'd transition uh, going going across the line. You'd start seeing red red clay. Mm-hmm. So it was very red in in Franklin County. So. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, something we're dealt with. You know, there are problems with each. Mm-hmm. Uh, with mm-hmm. the sandy soil, you you have fewer nutrients, and uh, the the water just you know it it uh, 
it's really absorbed more quickly than it would be in, in uh, clay soil. So it'll different problems to deal with. Phil, uh, what uh, what about the uh, what's popular right now with oh with annuals? <laughs> well, right now the biggest I think the biggest thing for shrubs. Let me go to those because that's all I've heard this week is gardenias and hydrangeas and oh two my great goodness. plants oh yeah and, and they have there's so many varieties of them that's now. right we we brought we have uh four <clears throat> different varieties of um gardenias that we brought in and then we've got tons of hydrangeas i mean just the um strawberry sundae you know for the the white to the pinkish red and then the blues and the pinks and it's remarkable because I brought in some um, some of the quick turn plugs, and we grew some ourselves. And I'm I'm looking at them yesterday, and I'm like, something's not right here. And they're just as pink as they can be. And of course, the tag has blue. And I'm like, we've got to do something. So I'm going to do some experiments on it and see what what I can do. I mean, I know it's a you know it's a soil thing, but we potted those up in pretty much right. I guess the soil was probably six point two, and um, so I got to d- yeah. yeah the pH flower, was flower flower color all of my hydrangeas that have color uh-huh. are sort of pinky purple right, and it just makes them so pretty yeah. I mean, it might, might be a little tiny blue in there, but they're all they're not just one color on on the flower. The ones these are those uh, jazz hands, not jazz hands, but oh the let's dance um bojangles there's a bojangles mr bojangles mm. and it's it's got blue on the tag it smell like ham biscuit no no <laughs> so which, it's, which? Got, it's got blue on one side and pink on the other side of course because it depends on your soil and um so but they're just as beautiful they're they're pink and just as pretty as they can be what about so, the strawberry sunday Oh yeah, it hasn't started to bloom yet. But Does that I have to have wait. sun? I mean, is it? It's a PG hydrangea. It'll take. It? Yeah, it'll take. Uh, it'll take a little bit more. So I think it was six hours, something like four to six hours of sun. It'll take. Mm. Which hydrangeas are these? Are these the the French or the? You know, there's so many different kinds of hydrangeas. Lace cap. Yeah, a, some of the lace cap. Some of these are lace cap. The um, Mr. <coughs> the, the dance is more the the rounded but um they're i mean they're one of the blooms is probably eight inches across or something and i mean they're just beautiful well you know one exciting piece of news is that the jc ralston arboretum is open again yeah it was closed for for quite a few months because of the the pandemic and it's reopened and i was there just a few weeks back and marveling at, at once again all the variety in the hydrangeas and um so yeah great time to go yeah to the arbor. for sure yeah you get some ideas and that's it's it's kind of an experimental station experiment station mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like the folks at nc state are, or and the cooperative extension service are famous for that's uh, that's where they test plants uh to some extent and you can get you can get a, a lot of ideas there on a variety, many that you have never <clears throat> seen before, and uh, some of the plants will live and some won't. Um, so that's one of the things that they determine. So it's it's not just a, a pretty place to visit and a place to be educated um, as it is. 
Red buds. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, red buds have been pretty hot too. Um, we've yeah, got the gosh, flame you thrower. have some great ones. We've got the flamethrower, and then we've got the um, oh God, the weeping. The uh, help me out. The weeping one. The dark one. There's so many of them. I've got the traveler, which is green, and then the dark one, which is burgundy. No, yeah. the one at your church. Yeah, I know. I it know. just left me. Yeah, It'll come me back too. in a minute. The the disc will come around. Um, but we've got we've had like four different kinds of Ruby really Falls. Ruby Falls. Yeah, we've had. Uh, I mean, there's they're just gorgeous. Um, well, we're right so used now. we're we're so used to you know telling people fall is for planting, and, and and fall is a great time to plant trees and trust. But you can plant them virtually year round in North Carolina. And, and yeah. so if you've got the bug and, and you've got a place in the landscape that you want one of these fabulous plants, don't hesitate. Just just be prepared to uh, – it's going to need a little bit of nurturing through the summer. Right. Uh, have a water thing. hose handy. Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of hydrangeas, uh, I have quite a few dozen of different kinds. And, of course, the old favorite is the oak leaf hydrangea. And I have tried my best to turn one blue – just won't do. It won't do. No. It won't do blue. Now I'll tell you the the prettiest oak leaf I have is called Little Honey. Do you have a little? Honey? Well, I have a little red red slippers that you gave me. That finally the rabbits have let it grow a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> this one has lime green leaves. Uh, when it it uh, the leaves emerge and throughout the growing season, then it has a real pretty. Pretty uh, red. So you're right, Rufus. Oak leaves. Those are my favorite. Yeah, I yeah. like oak leaves. And do you have? They you, seem to not have to have so much care. They just no. And no. well, the the original oak leaf is native, but um, they just seem to do better here. Yeah. One thing that uh, Nelsa pointed out recently, and um, a lot of people make this mistake: the oak leaf or any type of hydrangea tends to droop. <clears throat> at some point when you know during the summertime mm-hmm. and it's not because they're lack the lack of water it's because the the sun and heat bears it down and people sometimes may overwater right these things same so, thing with impatience if you'll just leave impatience they look really like especially the ones coming in here sometimes in the afternoons mm-hmm. um they'll they'll look like they're really um thirsty and then the next morning they're fine. Yeah. So you don't want to ever put too much water. We talk about Let that Let me a take lot. a call from Steve and Garner. Steve, good morning. You're on WPTF's Weekend Gardener. Hey, how y'all doing? We're great. Good. Yeah. Four inches of rain later, we're great, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wasn't that nice? Yeah. Except some, it, it would have been nice to have it uh, a little more uh, spread out. Well, you see if you can work that out, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll talk to God about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we're down here at Crabtree Valley Mall. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are currently accepting uh, entries into our daily show. Right. The uh, Henry Callis Society is, is uh, having their annual show at Crabtree Valley Mall. You're all on, uh, are you all on the lower level? We're just below the food court in what used to be in front of Sears store. Okay, great. That's where you were. Uh, that's where you have been in in the past. Sears doesn't exist anymore. Right, and so you you are accepting people who who's uh, who have plants who have um, the hemorrhagitis that they would like to show and maybe get a ribbon. Yeah, it's 
the, the show is open to any uh, anybody that wants to enter a day, really. Um, there are uh, guidelines and the, at the uh, AHS website they can find. But uh, we are from 8.30 to 10.45, we'll accept the entry. Um, and then from 10.40, from 11 till whenever they get finished, uh, the judges will be looking at the flowers and judging them. And then after that, around 2 o'clock, the viewing area will be open to the public. Wow. It's beautiful. And you get a lot of a lot of ideas. You can buy daylily, uh, daylilies there. We have, a, we have a sales table. And we've got probably about 35 varieties. Uh, some of them are singles. Uh, there's a couple of just single double fans. So those are going to be first come, first serve. <laughs> Any uh, new varieties this year that you weren't the spotlight? Uh, no. Right now, we haven't got everything set up. I'm just uh, getting here myself. Oh, okay. Uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to call you back again on the next hour and just give you a report of uh, what's, what's going on. Okay. And then I'll give you a more details about what we have. All righty. Very good. All right, so anybody's willing to come, uh, just to let everybody know, the mall is open, and if they want to come and buy and just look and see what the process is, they can come, even though the mall doesn't open until officially 11 o'clock. Sure. A lot of people get in and walk. <laughs> yeah. All right, Steve, great. Well, Steve, I still, I still cherish my blue ribbon. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Now, don't tell me there's a purple, though. I don't, I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> I don't want to hear about that purple ribbon. I've got yard art out in my uh, yard that, uh, that I collected from mine, too. So. Uh, that's great. Right. I'll talk to you in the next hour. Okay. Steve, thank you very much. Let me call you. Yes, sir. 919-860-9783. More of The Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. It's 826. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston, Phil Campbell, and my friend Paul McKenzie, Cooperative Extension Service in Vance and Warren County, is with us. Hey, don't forget those thirsty hummingbirds. Our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited at Falls Center in Raleigh and at Crescent Common Shopping Center in Cary are giving you a chance to win a pagoda, a small uh, mini feeder, um, several things that you can register to win by going to the WPTF Facebook page. That's the WPTF Facebook page. Prize will be given away June 21st. So go right now to the WPTF Facebook page, and uh, good luck. And you can you can have hummingbirds. My mother-in-law used to have all kinds of hummingbirds uh, in, just outside of her kitchen window. They had, she had uh, two or three feeders out there, and she kept them very clean and filled, and uh, they, were, they were all over the place. Anybody here? Something they love is a sage called Hot, hot Lips. Sage. Oh, yeah. Salvia. Salvia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Salvia hot lips. And they just really love that stuff. Yeah. Yep, they do. 
anything, uh, any of those little tube the coral, flowers. Um, the coral honeysuckle yeah. is a favorite, too. Major yeah. Wheeler honeysuckle, and we've got that vine. That is, so that vines is have beautiful. been really popular this year. And what hasn't been popular? Oh, I know. But there's certain things that people are looking for, and you re- and we haven't been able to find, like mm. uh, the start. Windmill I mean, palms. Confederate- <laughs> uh-uh, I got one. I'll oh, get one you? for you. Oh, okay, good. Do you have any banana, are those uh, uh, crazy banana trees, like uh, shrubs like I have that I, I got from you? I think I still Like have you have out left. in front? Okay. Yep. Because yep. my son has one that is a different species and uh-huh. it's it doesn't grow very fast and it doesn't have uh i don't know it just doesn't look like mine okay. which is crazy looking it's just growing so fast okay so i gotta get him one of those okay. even if i have to go out to the road and, and dig one of those up at, <laughs> that you've got out it there oh you want the banana the yeah the big one okay yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, got the plenty, big one. I've got one on the porch at the office yeah yes. i mean that looks like the tropics with the, yes. the leaves that kind of uh, get the all torn up yeah, that's the the perennial one. So, yeah, I want yeah. that and, okay. and the windmill palm. I can't get it today though. I got, okay. Yeah, I it's got, not the windmill palm's not there today. We have. Okay, to well, just just let me know. <laughs> okay. Just let me know. Thank you for that. I appreciate yeah. that. Melissa won't, but I appreciate. I'm going to have to do something to get I'm on her good cram, side again. Uh, <laughs> cram something else into that yard. <laughs> 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Coming up about. 9.30, I believe, uh, folks from Mosquito Shield of White County are going to call, and they get extensive training on uh, the, the, with the chemicals they use. They get extensive training on um, honeybees and all the pollinators, and so their, their aim is to kind of keep the mosquitoes away and to, uh, to also... Um, not harm the bees and so forth. So we'll hear more about that. They have uh, an all-natural option that has garlic and and essential oils and things like that in it. They have some other other products too. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And uh, let's see, I think I have uh, Jan Johansson is going to to call this morning uh, I believe she she's written several books uh, this one is on flowers uh, and uh, I need to go back to my desk and grab a book and I believe she's she's going to be on she's going to be on this morning too uh, 919-860-9783 919-860-WPTF uh, Rufus what's uh, happening in your landscape well, let, let's let's hear what uh, Jeff Joyner, Cliff Joyner, had to say first today. <laughs> out, of, out of the little wisdom book, <laughs> we can't help everyone, but everyone can help someone. <laughs> now that makes sense, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Indeed. So, yeah. so yes. that that comes from the book of verses in the uh, Cliff Joyner Edwards Jones little book that you gave me, and may rest. I am uh, in the in the landscape. We've just got hydrangeas going nuts. Uh, the the lace cap is just beats anything I've ever seen in my life. Never had a better a better hydrangea crop. Uh, the uh, I can tell that the sweet the sweet tea olive is getting ready again to come on out. Uh, 
I have a late blooming, uh, oh doggone quince tree. Mm-hmm. That, that's I've, I've never had one bloom this late because they're normally right on yeah. the, the cusp of very early, and this is one. Yeah, I that's a late winter with. thing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know. What exactly. color is it? Red or coral? It's it's, it's coral. Okay. Yeah, it's coral, and I have uh, any any number of uh, salvia. And I had my my new crop of impatience and begonias. I like to mix those as as my annuals that I got from Phil. And I, I use pots. My my Gerald's Lightning tomato tomatoes, the two of them, are still showing no traces, thank goodness, of any kind of disease. Well, if this weather didn't do it, <laughs> nothing will. We'll find out. Yep. I'm trying to give them a little dose of light fertilize each each week just a tiny dose I, I don't want to I don't want to have blooms and nothing else so I'm, I'm going very light on it <clears throat> uh, the whole place is just just a, a glow with all kinds of, of blooming and carrying on uh, got a I've call it a hybrid uh, honeysuckle what we up, up home is, is really an rhododendron, and it's called honeysuckle that, that that came out of out of Georgia, that's getting ready to bloom. Uh, I I still walk around the yard and find something. I've tried over the years to make it so that every day of every year that I walk that yard, something is blooming. Yeah, that's the way or to do it. Something is, is looking like it wants to bloom. Yeah, I mean that's the way to do it, and it's really not that hard. And of course, I've got tall trees in front of short trees, and I I, I don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't allow professional problem. no professional landscapers fall in my place. That's right. They go they go laugh me out of town. If there's a space open, and I see something I want. Dig Get a it. hole. Get yeah. it. Dig That's a it. hole. <laughs> Dig a hole. Mix That's that okay. soil up right. You got some pretty good soil up there. It's all clay until I, I mix it Yeah, with good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil's got a it's, – it's actually what you grow your seeds in. Yeah. It is an awful your, – your, your little ant transplants. Right. It, it's a great soil mixture. A uh, little, little bit of sand – uh, got a little bit of perlite in it. I, I used to, I used to do a little bit of uh, uh, peat moss, and I, I don't do that anymore. Well, that's the soil that we use has got just enough peat, so that's the that's the good news. It's not, yeah. it's not heavy with it. So, yeah, you know. So there's there's something blooming all the time. Trying to that's trying great. to move into mostly perennials. Let them do the work for you. That's a good idea. <laughs> uh, they, they're the workhorses. They, they don't have to be replanted every year, but do need to be divided about every five years, and I fail to do that. So my daylilies, Steve, are not doing as well as they should do because yeah. I just haven't divided them in maybe 10 years. That won't work. Bearded irises, you just got to divide them occasionally if you want to want to get a good crop, and I'd rather just sort of replant them. <laughs> Yep. Let's uh, talk to Sarah in Raleigh. Sarah, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hi, I'm with Rufus. I have no, pl- pl- no space in my yard. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> good. You're a real gardener the then. <laughs> I do have a problem with my zoysia. 
for this is, I think, the third year. The same area uh, doesn't green up with the rest. It has the little bits of green, and slowly over the course of weeks, it'll catch up. And this year, I see I have other patches down the way that are doing the same thing. I've looked at it underneath. I can't see anything. Any ideas? There's, I mean, there's different fungal diseases um, that will cause, you know, patchy dieback in turf. Um, hard to diagnose over the radio. Uh, I mean, this, this is this is what happens when I'm, you know, this happens at the beginning when it starts greening up. It doesn't. It does green up eventually. So the turf is not dead; it's just slow to green up. Well, I don't know I, that it's there. When I start out, it's all brown, and then I end up with a few shoots of green, and then it, eventually it turns gray. It's all green. How big well, are how big are these little patches? Well, this particular one is is irregularly shaped, but it's about four feet long at its longest. Now it's quite narrow in some places and wider in others. Hmm. Does it border something? Nope, it's out in the middle of the yard. Yeah, how about that? Full, full, there's no like full sun. Any differences in soil or or exposure? Nope. Yeah, that's I'm odd. Like the stuff right beside it is doing fine. Yeah, no but you know, it eventually it's not like it's dying. It's it's eventually turning green, so it's it's not a bad problem because uh, well, a lot of people. Who, you know, we're in June and it's got a long ways to go. Oh, so wow. I wonder if it's if 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 it's like if the turf is just slow to it's it almost sounds like um, you've got a dead patch and then it just kind of fills in from the adjacent turf you know since zoysia spreads and and I wonder if that's happening is like you've got a little dead patch. Well, I can stick some in there. We'll find out. I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, you mentioned funguses. Should I use a fungicide on it? Do you think? I would. I wouldn't do that unless you have it tested. Okay. Yeah, um, what what do you do for um, weed management? It doesn't have weed. Yeah, no no herbicides applied at all. So it sounds no, it really sounds theory. healthy to me. It almost Just, sounds like there's maybe some a little bit more rocky um, terrain under that under some of those patches. I mean, or something that may be taking moisture away, or but but it wasn't the case until like three years ago. Huh. That's weird. So this is an annual occurrence. Yes, three in the same place. Three for the last three same years. Place. That's weird. Yeah. Although I have more places this year. Did you put sod down, or how did you get sod? Okay. And how long has it been? Uh, how long have you years. had the zoysia? Six, seven, eight. I don't know. Years, you said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the way to diagnose it is, you know, we can we can. Um, get us a, a plant sample in, a turf sample in to uh, NC State uh, to the Plant Disease and Insect Clinic. And, I mean, it's this amazing service that we have available mm-hmm. here in North Carolina. And whether it's a tree, shrub, fruit, vegetable, um, they, they can get those samples in and, and analyze, for, oh. analyze them for you. And they, they'll look for insect and disease issues. They're great. Um, so it, she needs to take a little chunk of, of this yeah, turf plug, and like soil? A, like a four-inch mm-hmm. plug. And mm-hmm. you probably want to touch base with your county extension center and, you know, make sure that you get the right form and information and collect and the where, sample. Where is correctly. it? I take this? 
to your to your county extension center. What, what okay. which is on Carrier Drive? It's out. Um, I know where it is. Yeah, yeah, it's off 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 Pool Road in the complex yeah. there. Yeah, I'd give them a call and and um, you know coordinate with them on right. on submitting the sample. Okay. Yeah, and it'll cost you. I think it's twenty or twenty-five bucks for the analysis. Um, I will certainly do that. And I thank you so much for the information because I have a lot of Zoysia, but uh, I hate to see this. It kind of ruins the effect when you got these big. Brown oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. But, but my guess, my guess is that it's a fungal disease. Um, okay. And if if you can get it um, identified, uh, then you know you'd know what to spray and when to spray it. Yeah. Okay. And please let us know what, what outcome you have. All right, I will. And I talk about hydrangeas. If you don't have an Incredibel, you might want to look into it. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Incredible. It's, uh, it's like an Annabelle, but the stems are stronger and the blooms are bigger and and thicker. Mm. And what color is it? Out my catcher window, and it's just amazing. What color is it, Sarah? White. It's a white one. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. All right. Thank you for the information. I'll let you know the outcome. All right. Thank you. Good okay. luck. All, All right. right. Let's go go to Horace real quickly uh, in Morrisville. Hey, Horace. Good morning. How y'all doing? Uh, great. How can we help you? Well, you know, a couple of, few months ago, it was cold that Saturday morning. Y'all were playing Christmas music. <laughs> yeah. I, play. I love beach music. I was going to send Big John down there to get that going, but uh, Okay, well, he's but, welcome. He he knows uh he knows how to get in touch with us. <laughs> this is our friend Horace Hodges, right? Hey, Rufus, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing well. What's a, what's I, up in the plant world, Horace? Well, I sent you some pictures of, of my stuff out. There. I don't know if you've had time to look at it this morning. Oh. But uh, my hydrangea, that thing can be so finicky. Some years it will bloom out beautiful. This year it seems to be stalling. But uh, anyway, I sent you a picture of it there. But uh, main thing, just wanted to say hello, enjoy the program so much, and what y'all do for folks and your service. So just wanted to send a shout out. Horace, thank you very well, much. Horace, I'm looking at it right now. It's a beautiful plant, but just no blooms, right? Yeah. And and last last year it was loaded with it. This year, mm. nothing happening. Mm. And I don't know if the cold snapped back early on sort of hit it or what but uh it just wants to work around. every other year <laughs> <laughs> you know they, they are, the hydrangeas are finicky about blooming yeah, sometimes yeah but uh anyway i always keep miss hodges and some fresh ones in the house and uh so we we love hydrangeas that's great well you be sure to keep miss hodges around for the safety of mr hodges <laughs> very true exactly and I was going to write a book one time, but they said, you better not write that book. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's what they said to me, and I went ahead and did it anyway. <laughs> when you, by the way, Horace, when you write a book, it's what you don't put in is the, is the key to having a book that won't get you killed. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and, and, hey, I know there's a big, big uh, number coming up next month, and looking forward to, to seeing that yep. happen for you. Oh, that's I, right. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Rufus, yeah, will, Rufus will be 60 years old. That's right. Again. <laughs> Ooh. How many times are you going to have it? <laughs> I try once a year, Whatever. Ann. Okay. Very yeah. good. Very good. All right. That was great. Well, Thank, listen, y'all have a good one. Thank you, Horace. Okay. Bye. All right. We'll see you. Thanks, right. Horace. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 852.
That's uh, Jackie Gore, the Embers from many years ago. Uh, the Embers still going strong with Brother Craig and, and uh, Bobby Tomlinson and all those guys. And uh, that's for Horace. Horace, you, uh, you requested some beach music, and we. That was beach music. That is that's definitely beach music. Yep. Uh, 919-860-9783. We lost Larry. Larry was going to be next. We're uh, call back, Larry. We'll, he was going uh, we'll to for beach to music. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he wants. He's he's out dancing somewhere. We uh, Jan Johansson is going to join us uh, around nine thirty or so and uh, talk about Floratopia, a a new book that she has written. We've had had uh, Jan on before. And she's written hot weather flower tips and uh, you know a lot of a lot of other things. So uh, we'll have we have her on along with your calls nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. There's so many. One of the points in this book is a beautiful book. Lots of photographs of flowers and uh, Phil. Uh, I know you love you love to sell flowers and you love uh, to grow flowers. I do. Yeah. So I uh, love to walk my flowers late in the afternoon when it's peaceful and quiet. Flowers do not talk back to you. Yeah, that's they, a good they idea. They definitely don't. They are the best. Now friends. the bluebirds that are trying to nest in those oh, areas wow. do, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. They, I got attacked by a bluebird. There's there's such a that's, thing as an is, angry as bluebird. As low as you can get if you're attacked by a bluebird. That's now, it. What, what did you do? You just, just I was I was trying to turn the uh, clock on the water to water the uh, bed with the flowers, and they don't want the, any more water. The huh? bluebird boxes like three feet above that clock and every time i go there he dive bombs my head oh, i mean my. he literally has gone over the top of my hair i could feel it mm. oh, good it's like, hello <laughs> good morning bluebird well, let's see if we can well we don't really have time we'll have to take charles after the news um and uh, we'll take take larry uh larry is back we'll take larry and charles after the news and we'll talk to the folks at the farmer's market uh, also coming up here on WPTF, and uh, later on in this hour, we'll talk to uh, the folks at Floratopia and uh, maybe the folks at uh, uh, Mosquito Shield of Wake County uh, going to be calling us this morning. Uh, 919-860-9783. More of the Weekend Gardeners straight ahead. We've already gone through an hour. Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. 